The Co-Creative Center is a is a creative hub for New Bedford. I'd like the podcast to be a creative hub and not just for New Bedford, but a creative hub for anyone to come be inspired, um, listen to a story that they can take away from, just kind of mimicking um, what happens when you come into the Co-Creative Center and meet members or take a class or, you know, experience an event. So it's just like... Hey everyone, my name is Matt and I am the co-host of, well, the first ever co-creative podcast. I'm joined by, of course, Dina of the co-creative. And in today's inaugural episode, we will explore the reasons why Dina wanted to start a podcast for the co-creative. What are some of the goals? More importantly, what can you learn from this upcoming series of audio lessons. We interview everyone that's working at the co-creative, well, everyone that wanted to participate in the podcast. And we're going to share some of those stories in the upcoming episodes. But today, we're going to kick it off with, well, why did we start this podcast? Let's dive right into it. Listening to our members and people that were inquiring about using the co-creative center uh, for podcasting, actually. So they uh, I kept coming to us even before we built our podcast and recording booth um, in interest to record their podcast out of the center. So just like first and foremost, the need and that podcasting is popular and it's a way of marketing and um, getting your stories out into the public. Um, just like that kind of the wave of the where it is right now, I guess, in terms of media. Um, but just like listening to those needs and thinking about, hey, how can we actually help our members create their own podcasts beyond just having the podcasting booth? Like we had Matt come in to talk about podcasting and like a how-to steps of how to get it rolling. And then we both kind of were thinking, why don't we give them a little bit more support? Um, so if we started our own podcast channel we could have them um, come in and record their own podcasts and create sort of like training wheels for them to go off on their own and create their own channels um so that was our initial thoughts <laughs> uh, dina wanted to uh to launch a proper radio station uh, <laughs> right out of groundwork uh the the end goal uh, was was painted uh, much more dramatically when we first met uh, in person. But yeah, I mean, that community base, I mean, obviously, co-creative, you don't have the co-creative without the community of people there. And mm -hmm. the, the original plan, which always sounds great on paper, a plan, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the plans yeah. always sound great on paper, um, was to have this contribution, this community contribution. And, you know, I guess not all joking about having the sort of radio station type where there's different personalities, different content coming out at quote unquote different times. A little bit of a challenge to get that off the ground because not everyone was experienced doing a podcast, mm -hmm. right? And and ready to sit down and actually create a storyline and, and, and execute on that. Mm -hmm. um, we tried to set some some goals, not just for people, but for us, right? Like yeah. we, we looked at it like, and, we, and you and I talked about this maybe 
before Thanksgiving 29? Yeah, I think it was like October. Yeah, and and then we were like, hey, January is going to come. <laughs> and we're going to we're going to hit the streets, we're going to create this podcast and we'll we'll get it out the door by first week of February, I think was the Yeah, point. that was our goal. <laughs> uh that didn't happen. <laughs> Here we are with episode 1 amidst the coronavirus. <laughs> I know. Um but you know, I, you know, it's so cliche to say everything happens for a reason, but I think what we found was uh, there were a handful of people that wanted to create their own podcast. A handful of people did create their mm-hmm. own podcast mm-hmm. episodes. Um, but we found that, well, maybe we'll start interviewing, like try to find some kind of cadence to, to this. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, and since then, I've recorded uh, four or five episodes. This will be our initial episode. Um, just interviewing some of the members that wanted to to, to, to take part in this. Mm-hmm. Um, we were ch- chatting before we actually hit record here. You haven't even heard the episodes yet. <laughs> right. I was asking you how they came out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I mean, I, which is cool. I think that like what you said when we were talking before I record, that's kind of like the magic and like the surprise within it. Um, you know, like we, I talk to people about, what they do and their experience at the co-creative center in our community, the work that they do. I think it's cool just like uh, other listeners to have that inside uh, look from like how you're interviewing them, what comes out through those interviews. And so I think I'll have, it'll give me, me personally insight, other people insight. So I'm excited to hear what they have to say. Yeah, that was, um, so, you know, I've been, podcasting for a while and, and oftentimes I'll, I'll you know I'll stack my day uh, sometimes <laughs> when I'm feeling very uh, ambitious with you know two podcasts at most you know, amongst <laughs> everything else I do and that day I sat down with you know four people uh, I mean quite literally in a row <laughs> where I just went from talking about topics I've never I never <laughs> even thought that I would I would touch upon you know uh, horticulture and and herbalist stuff <laughs> to, to you know traditional media and news with with uh with steven and then we talked hockey and sports and leadership and then we went around the horn with music and traditional <laughs> art uh mm-hmm. and then you, you sprinkle on some jeremiah uh, <laughs> on top of that and it, and it makes for an interesting co-creative uh podcast yeah you look pretty uh well spent when you came out of the podcast booth. <laughs> yeah, so you know, we call it the booth. If anybody hasn't uh, uh, visited the co-creative before, it's sort of uh, tucked away in the corner of, uh, I guess, the the back room. I, I don't know if there's a label for it, but um, you know, I, I walked out of there like you couldn't fit a boxing ring in that room, <laughs> but I felt like I was coming out uh, after the end of that that session. Uh, but it was great. It was great for myself to be able to talk to so many different types of people and hear the different types of experiences. And, that, mm-hmm. and you know, I hope that that's what comes across as, as yeah. this comes out. Yeah. And exactly. And that's, that's the goal is to share with like an, an inside look at uh, what the co-creative center is like daily and the conversations that you can have there and how they're inspiring and it, like projecting that out and getting the stories out there. But you, but you're pushing forward another initiative, um, you know, in the, in these times as well with the co-creative uh, YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, so you'll be hitting the the 
the internet scene pretty hard in, in the coming weeks with a podcast, a YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, what's I the think, impetus? So I was just talking with one of my friends earlier today and I've been, you know, and on calls, um, in conversation with people working in the city at the state level and with foundations, individual artists. So kind of just like getting a scope of how the coronavirus is, is impacting everyone. And, you know, there's a certain way I've just like turned, um, toward technology in a way to, to try to support our members and our community and not necessarily, I'm not, you know, there are a lot of um, shared workspaces or other community spaces that have gone virtual and created virtual working sessions, which I think is great too. Um, but a few of us brainstormed, Matt included and Chelsea and a few of our other members on, you know, like how could we support not only the artists that work within our community, but the community that we serve. So um, we were brainstorming and thought that creating a YouTube channel might give some hope and inspiration to others that are stuck at home, kids that are out of school, um, just to kind of shine the light on the art that's being made from all the artists in the center. So it's just like in a, a little inside look into studios or some of our members have created songs for the community or created drawings, paintings, and we have a lot of people creating content right now so that we can plug them, their work, but also share, they can share their gifts uh, with the world. And in a time like this, I think art and music just makes things a little bit lighter and connects us more than um, a lot of things right now. So Yeah. Uh, I guess the one good thing that's come out of uh, these social media platforms is that uh, we can leverage them in creative ways. I think I saw uh, I mean, plenty of, of music artists and um, the New Bedford uh, Orchestra, Orchestra. Started, yeah, you know, live streaming music and you know people doing the, you know using these things in, in more creative ways. Um, you know, and I you know to me, anyways, that is <clears throat> obviously one of the benefits of of having these large platforms out there that enable us to do these things. Right? It's not always about, you know, killing time or pure entertainment or like business marketing reasons. Like, you know, now more than ever, it's, it's really bringing people together, which is crazy to say, because like, that's like, you know, original point of social media was to do these kinds of things, but it's sort of spiraled into something else. But now it's, from anyway, from the vantage point that I have, I see a lot of good coming from it, which yeah, no, promising. And it, yeah, and it is. I think, you know, I the, I could go off on the tangent, but like I, I do think that now this like social media tools are are integral to our work more pressingly now than ever. We do also have to though be mindful of now. Okay, like how much are we consuming from the computer if everything's going to the screen? So yeah, balancing that out, you know, not burning yourself out and then making sure that what you are putting out there is meaningful content and, and something that is, um, you know, just not right. Especially right now during this crisis, something that you die, like need to share and that's something positive or, or very important. I think, 
it's not the time to kind of just like convolute the the social media streams but i think it, and that's what you're seeing is like how can we help and like how can we turn the work that we've been doing and and put it uh externally and give free access yeah you know you and i we always talk about uh that fine balance between sort of like entrepreneur business person versus artist and like mm -hmm. one must be creative in order to you know run a business and think creatively and attract mm -hmm. people and a lot of that is creativity and art right mm -hmm. they come in different many different forms but then as you know there's the business side of like how do i turn this effort into making some money right so yeah. that i can do this and right now like 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 you're saying look you could get lost in this stuff a lot of business, small businesses right now scrambling to like stay top of mind, right? For mm -hmm. good reason, because their doors are literally closed. I know. And so it's like, how do we stay top of mind? Um, and from my vantage point as like the web uh, kind of uh, marketing business person, I say, uh, these are great efforts. Uh, obviously, I'm biased, but these are great efforts by the co-creative to, to move things to podcast audio form and mm -hmm. video form. And even though YouTube is still a social media platform, it has, uh, uh, it's an archive, right? Yeah. Versus mm -hmm. a Facebook, an Instagram, a Twitter, yeah. where these things are, you are just losing that artwork, that creativity in the feed. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Exactly. It's great, it's great to put it out there and reach those people, but mm -hmm. it doesn't have that, uh, that, that evergreen, uh, to use a, a marketing term, an evergreen ability to, to it, mm -hmm. uh, which you can get through the podcast and and even YouTube to a degree. Yeah, yeah, and I think you know, and I and another thing in in long term before this all happened was we were with the podcast thinking about access, and it's you know not everyone lives in the area or can come and be part of the co creative center physically. So, uh, how do we open up our access to what's happening? because it is valuable and building community is important and sharing knowledge. So this kind of opens the doors to spreading what we already do. And I, and I, I do think that at the co-creative center, we are fortunate it, to have been able to build our community in the physical form and as a hub. And as everyone knows, it's, it's a challenge. It can be challenging to build a community that's meaningful and that um, is almost like sets, creates itself. And um, the members are, have ownership on of what our community looks like and how we grow. And so having that advantage point of being, uh, having a physical hub is easier than to like then translate it into the virtual world. Whereas yeah. like there are a lot of, a lot of virtual communities. So um, where, we're already we already have that base to work from that we've created personal connections and relationships to the so it's a little bit easier for us to then share yeah and with your mix of um of uh outside artists and holding those you know, like art galleries and having folks travel from wherever they come from eventually when we can all travel again <laughs> uh, when it is actually legal to cross borders um you know coming in from like say new york or wherever mm -hmm. uh, you have an interesting 
ability or unique ability to, you know, uh, feature people on audio or video that are from the area and they just sort of leave their little bit of uh, impression. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not only on the co-creative, but now that we transition this to virtual, uh, it'd be you know really cool to have a, a five-minute interview with somebody who's not from around the area. Just to hey, did yeah. you ever know this existed out here? <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. I exactly. Yeah, and I think, and yeah, and that those are the interactions that someone passing through and that comes into the gallery, comes to an event once, and keeps going on their way, and you know, like that's all part of building the community. They then bring the, what they've learned from the center forward or that's in their memory bank, like what they've experienced there. So like, that's the goal is just to like, you know, we've, we've worked really hard at building a certain type of like community that's supportive and mindful of the work that they produce and building pretty solid relationships in supporting one another's creativity and their work. So if we can keep spreading that and sharing that, how, how we work in that way and, you know, build those connections even further, that's the better we can do. Let's top off this conversation. Let's bring it right back to where we started about this, about the podcast. And I'm going to, I know I told you I wouldn't do it, <laughs> but I'll put you on the spot, Dina. <laughs> Do you I mean, have a tagline? Oh God! For this <laughs> podcast, like the, the 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 sentence, the pitch of what you hope this podcast will be recognized as, or or defined by, uh, in, in your in your hope and your long term goal. I'll let you sit on that and think about it for a okay. moment. And it's funny now as this and I'll just tune the listeners in. So I, I do this local podcast and I've been featuring people lately who have never been on podcasts before. I'm trying to tell their story about how they're getting impacted by this COVID-19 thing. And just like Dina and I, before we hit record, uh, like most <laughs> folks I've been talking to recently, they're like, what are we going to talk about? What are the questions that you're going to ask me? Right? <laughs> A lot of people are, are, are apprehensive uh, to be put on, uh, on the, the spot. spot. And I, I find it I find it very, very interesting because my my other podcast, the one that I that I've been doing for seven years, is much more internet based, marketing business based, and everyone is just like, oh, "Throw me on a podcast, <laughs> like open, yeah, like let's open. just go, like you know, no yeah. show notes, no." But yeah, yeah, I talk yeah. to I talk to people who who don't do it often, and there's like you know, it's like playing operator or operation, right? Where it's like just trying to like, you know, yeah. I just want to sneak right in here. I don't want to, don't, I don't want to get shocked. Uh, yeah. by so it is quite funny. Yeah. No, I know. I, I am horrible at taglines, but <laughs> um, I, again, I don't, I'm not good at being succinct uh, on the top, on the fly, but um, my goal, it, like the co-creative center is a, is a creative hub for New Bedford. I'd like the podcast to be a creative hub and not just for New Bedford, but a creative hub for anyone to come be inspired, um, listen to a story that they can take away from just kind of mimicking um, what happens when you come into the co-creative center and meet members or take a class or, you know, experience an event. So it's just like spreading it creating a larger audience and hopefully bringing more people to the podcast to interview and to learn our stories. It's really about 
sharing our stories and our experiences to have a greater impact. Feel like you're in the co-creative, but you don't even have to be exactly there kind of thing, right? We always want to see you, but um, if we can't, <laughs> like right now, and I think, and and it's a little difficult because I do, I, the work that I've always done is most of it is in person. So like, I value, and and one on one is even through Zoom. I really value uh one-on-one -on -one conversations with people and i think that we've talked about that with like marketing and sales and stuff and i think there's so much gained within a small conversation and and in person there's like magic within that and i think that the closest we can get to that within the podcast is, is interviewing and one-on-one -on -one and sharing that yeah uh, I grew up in the car industry. I grew up in car sales, and I talk about this quite often uh, in the digital world. Is I call it the digital handshake now. But back again, it's kind of crazy to say this, but back when handshakes were legal, <laughs> uh, you could learn so much about someone by you know just in that in that one to two second moment mm -hmm. where you first see somebody shake their hand and you just learn so much from like body language yeah. strength you know strength of handshake how long did we shake yeah. hands like there's so many things firing yeah. in that moment so in person obviously is amazing but uh uh my god we'll do our best now through <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i think you know i there i it's a you've been doing this for so long so you're an expert at this but like you said I've been on t so many calls with people this week that have never used Zoom. This is a whole new world for people. So I think that if we can be mindful about how we're using it and connecting with people and um, helping one another figure out how to utilize these tools, we can keep connecting, especially in times like this, with other human beings, which it's this is challenging like not being around other people in person is not natural so it's i think right now we're relying on these tools and we need to i think we're making the right choice by launching this now <laughs> yeah i think the world <laughs> you know? forces too but uh we we it was i'm happy we we got the ball rolling we have all of the recordings that we have so far and then um and I, we can just hopefully be grow the podcast and put some out there to inspire other people to want to interview and create their own podcast. So it is the co-creative podcast. This is episode one. We may maybe even call it zero. <laughs> ground, it's zero. One. Uh, ground zero um, for the podcast. And um, yeah, it's been it's been an, uh, an amazing ride so far. We, we learned a lot. I learned a lot, and I've been doing that. I, I, that's the thing with podcasting. I feel like I always learn something. Art, I guess, is the same way as mm -hmm. well. Uh, you are constantly learning, even if you're just building art by yourself or, or creating art by yourself. Um, and uh, I'm excited to to be here and partake in this. Dina, where should folks go to find out more about the co-creative? Um, you can go to our website. It's cocreativenb.org. Um, we're also on Facebook at, with the Co-Creative Center, Instagram, the Co-Creative Center, and now on YouTube uh, is the Co-Creative Center. So, by the time, hopefully, by the time you're listening to this, <laughs> there will be links on the website to get to yeah. the podcast. 
Uh, wherever you listen to this podcast, don't forget to share it with friends and family in the community. And uh, also that five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to. So it could be iTunes. <laughs> it could be Google. It could be Spotify. <laughs> Dina and I have no idea yet because we haven't launched it yet. But it should be one of those places. Uh, leave us a review. It is. Uh, it will certainly help us get found on those uh, podcast platforms. All right. I'm Matt. We'll see you okay. in the next episode. Thank you.